From Capital News Illinois, this is Capital Cast. I'm Peter Hancock. This past week, Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker signed into law a bill that will legalize the production, sale, possession, and adult use of recreational marijuana starting January 1st. Illinois will then become the 11th state to legalize pot, but only the first to do so by legislation instead of a ballot initiative. With this legislation, our state once again is a leader, putting forward the most equity-centric cannabis legalization in the nation. As the first state in the nation to fully legalize adult-use cannabis through the legislative process, Illinois exemplifies the best of democracy, a bipartisan and deep commitment to better the lives of all of our people. That was Governor Pritzker at a bill-signing ceremony in Chicago on Tuesday. Also this week, Pritzker signed a package of bills to kickstart a $45 billion public works program, what lawmakers call a capital plan, to rebuild the state's highways, roads, and bridges, its college campuses, public schools, and healthcare facilities, and to extend broadband internet access to more areas of the state. This year, Democrats and Republicans, many of them standing behind me today, came together to say enough is enough. Together, we passed the largest, most robust capital plan in state history, and we did it in the very best traditions of our democracy, a bipartisan commitment to better the lives of all of our people. That was Governor Pritzker at a bill signing ceremony Friday in Springfield. So to talk about all this and what it means for the state of Illinois, let's turn to Capitol News Illinois reporter Jerry Nowicki. Jerry, you and I were both at the Springfield event on Friday. I remember that it was very hot. It lasted for about an hour and there were lots of speeches. But this was a big piece of legislation. Yeah, it was a real big piece of legislation. And he was there with uh, bipartisan groups. Um, it had bipartisan support in the legislature. Um, and what he was trying to really focus on was uh, how important it will be for the entire state. And he, I think he went to four different cities throughout the state today in his, in his tour. Yeah, he was on a tour. I think he started in the East St. Louis area then came up to Springfield. He was headed toward Chicago later in the day. Um, and one, he was localizing his message at each of those stops. Um, but one thing that I think was consistent is he talks about the number of jobs this is going to create. He says it's actually a job creation bill. Yeah, he says 540,000 jobs uh, with the various construction projects, and then they're funding it by um, giving out six new casino licenses. So, of course, you have all the jobs to build those and uh, permanent jobs that will uh, result from them. Uh, so he says 540,000 jobs by, uh, in the six-year program. There was also a little bit of controversy about this. Uh, the bill contains provisions where each legislator is allocated a certain amount of money to dole out as they see fit in their district. Uh, but Democratic legislators get twice as much money as Republican legislators. And let's listen to the governor talking about that. Um, the fact is that a majority of the money, of course, from the infrastructure bill goes to downstate Illinois. Um, as you know, the many roads, the, the miles of roads all across the state, the bridges, the significant investment necessary is in mostly downstate Illinois. And although there are Democrats in districts across 
in this area and across uh, downstate Illinois. Most of that is represented by Republican representatives and senators. Um, and I'm very much in favor of fairness here. I want to make sure that we're making the investments that are necessary. Universities are around the state are mostly, almost entirely, in districts represented by Republicans. And that's where a number of uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, in fact billions, when you add it all up, are going to. So uh, the money is getting distributed, I think, very fairly across the state. So yeah, the numbers there are, are six million for each Democratic senator and three million for each Republican, and then the House members would get half of that um, each. So. Uh, it does seem like it would make it difficult, uh, a little bit more difficult for him to sell the plan as one that's equal. But as he said in his soundbite, um, that most of the money is going to, most of the regular money is going to Republican districts anyway, especially on college campuses, uh, which he, he says the universities are in Illinois are mainly located in Republican areas. Uh, you think of Carbondale, certainly in southern Illinois, U of I at Champaign Urbana. A few of the others. So based on that, he says he doesn't have much of a problem with the idea that Democratic legislators are getting more money. Right. I think uh, it, it was interesting to me that uh, Politico was really the first to report that, and then not even any Republicans have been really raising a stink about that at all. So, And, and he had some Republicans uh, from the legislature standing next to him today as he signed his bills. Okay, and so the other big story this week was the signing of the marijuana legalization bill uh, that will start on January 1st. Uh, how big of a deal is that going to be? I think it'll be a pretty big deal. Um, I think there'll be a lot of tax revenue. They said $500 million annually once it is fully matured in five years or so. They're looking at $56 million in the first year. But what they're really touting is the equity measures. Um, as many as 700,000 or 800,000 people could have their uh, records wiped clean of low-level uh, uh, marijuana offenses uh, for possessing less than 30 grams. And let's listen to uh, State Senator Heather Staines from the Chicago area. She was one of the big, uh, one of the main sponsors of the legislation, and she talked specifically about uh, that provision. While Illinois has been looked at as a model for how well regulated our medical cannabis program is, we have not been a model, nor has any state, on making it a diverse industry. We don't see the diversity of Illinois reflected in the cannabis industry. And so we have taken a lot of measures here to try to ensure that we actually do put in place an industry that is reflective of the state of Illinois and tools to help make sure we get there. I think we're going to become the model legislation now setting the gold standard for how this needs to be done in the future, and we're already seeing us getting picked up by other states and how and looking at how we're going to actually get it passed in our states. That was State Senator Heather Stain speaking in Chicago at a bill signing ceremony. Uh, Governor Pritzker also talked about the equity issue from another standpoint, about how the criminalization of marijuana has had disproportionate impacts on different communities. In the past 50 years, the war on cannabis has destroyed families filled prisons with nonviolent offenders, and disproportionately disrupted black and brown communities. Each year, law enforcement across the nation has spent billions of dollars to enforce the criminalization of cannabis, despite all the research and evidence that it's safer than alcohol. Yet its consumption remains widespread. It's also consumed equally across racial lines. Studies have shown time and time again that black and white people tend to use cannabis at the same rates, 
but black people are far more likely to be arrested for possession. So one of the interesting aspects of this bill is out of the revenue that it generates, 25% of it will go into a grant program, mainly for reinvestment in urban communities or in, in communities that have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, and that's largely minority communities. Another 20% of the revenue will go to drug and alcohol treatment programs, public education programs, uh, things to make people aware of the dangers of marijuana and other kinds of drug use. So this is very different from what's happened anywhere else in the country. Yeah, it is. The, Illinois was very thoughtful about it. They had a lot of uh, good input, uh, uh, especially from some of the African-American uh, state senators and state reps. I think Representative Jahan Gordon Booth had said this is about reparations, uh, this bill, um, just leveling the playing field sort of um, and making up for what the war on drugs uh, has done. And they, you know, they also noted that you can't really recover from all those ills uh, just by one plan like this. There's going to have to be more steps forward. But it was interesting uh, to hear those ladies talk about it, too. So two major pieces of state legislation uh, that were signed into law this week. Um, getting back to the Capitol plan, one of the other people uh, that was there at the signing ceremony was U.S. Senator Dick Durbin, who is actually from Springfield. And here's what he had to say. So I guess you're wondering, when's the Fed government going to come around with their own infrastructure bill? And I honestly don't know the answer to that. It was promised in the last campaign. There's been an effort on a bipartisan basis to get it moving. And man, would it be terrific to take this capital bill and make it the 20% down payment on a major federal bill. You can just see what that would turn into across our state. And that was U.S. Senator Dick Durbin speaking in Springfield on Friday. Jerry, we did hear a lot during the 2016 presidential campaign. Uh, President, then candidate Trump, uh, said he wanted a massive public infrastructure uh, plan to get through. Uh, but here we're two and a half years into the administration, and that hasn't happened yet on the federal level. Would that be a significant boost for the state if they were able to get something like that through? Uh, I think it certainly would. It it uh, funnel a lot more funding into the system. Thank you, Jerry Nowicki, for being here. Until next week, thank you for listening. I'm Peter Hancock.